So, guys, um, who do you think the biggest competitor to send news is at this point? Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, CNN, BBC, or my pals over at Al Jazeera. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's mainstream, lamestream news. Real comrades only get my news from the only reliable source on the internet. The only show which admits it's biased reporting. First thought over on YouTube. Three times a week, all the news you need. You can go live your life as a good little lobster who wrote this. Link in the description below. Link in the description below. Lay on the bed and give me head while watching first thought. Boys, today I was late to you. Um, and I owe, I, owe a, I owe you guys a, a apology. For delaying pay the us. ball tax. Exactly. Pay the ball tax. I do need to pay the ball tax. Is that the right? No, no. Sadly, it wasn't the ball patient that helped me out. But I did see. Oh. Uh, I did see another ball patient. I'm sorry to say that there's nothing interesting about said ball patient. Just a young guy with an inflamed testicle. That's about it. There's really nothing oh. else. It's not. It wasn't excessively large. Um, it wasn't. There was nothing. Nothing of interest to to, to share. Arguably, um, that's the worst thing that that happened to you mm. when your doctor says, you know. Your balls are just not that interesting for a podcast. Yeah, yeah so exactly. like, man, you're supposed to be content, all right? Fuck. <laughs> but no, um, the reason I was late, I was 30 minutes late to the boys, is because a, a patient came in with a stroke right at the very, just as I'm oh, about geez. to finish my shit. So I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, I need to, like, of course, I was doing the things I was need uh, that I need to do, but at the back of my head, I was like, fuck, I need to go record my podcast. Because <laughs> that's what you want your pa- your doctor to be oh, thinking. I'm oh, fucking yeah. you guys. No, no, no. I finished that up and then. I just headed over to you guys and that's about it there's no other story I'm sorry to say um, but just that being a podcaster is clearly more important and uh, <laughs> well yeah JT how was your car give us an update how's the Volvo oh my god this car <laughs> uh, I, I, I can I can taste it's just you know alright so that one Greek story of the dude I forget his name I don't know <laughs> Pete who's in like this pool of water hmm. and there's a, a, a fruit dangling above him and every time he reaches up, the fruit pulls away from him. And every time he leans down to drink, the water drains mm-hmm. away from him. That's how I feel, except the fruit and the water are both Volvos. <laughs> it's still at the shop. Mm. And it's um, they've got the – they finally got the, the custom engine mounts. Mm. Um, there's an issue with the last pair. Mm. And they're – so they're doing a mock-up, kind of like a dry fit, where they just plop the engine in the engine bay. And they take a look, make sure nothing needs to be cut, nothing needs to be filed down or anything like that. All the parts are there, um, so sometime this week, fingers crossed this week or, or early next week, I'll be heading over to, to look at paint, check out the different metallic flake options for the paint, stuff like that, and then it should be tear down and rebuild time. So hopefully, once I have that meeting and say, okay, please start, uh, it'll be like within the month. Very fingers nice. crossed. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's the trip? Where's the first trip going to be? Come on. We made the point PPE junction, all that. We made those those jokes, but seriously, there's going to be a... I'm assuming there's, there's going to be a, 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 a trip a of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. The safest way to do it would probably be, I don't know, maybe like Austin or something, which is three hours away, three, three and a half hours. But the first real trip will probably be either to Birmingham or like this. How can you right drive to Alabama? <laughs> it would get a little damp. Driving to England. Oh, um, oh shit! Jesus, I'm stupid. Sometimes it's a, a, an American town. Oh, <laughs> Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Not that. Not not Tommy Shelby's Birmingham, but uh, Birmingham, Alabama, which is uh, nine hours from uh, from where I am, something like that. So that'd be a bit of a trek. 
I would want to make sure that, you know, like the brakes work and stuff like that before, before, before <laughs> yeah, I take yeah, it just on. Just those little things. Yeah, yeah. What, um, what would the, yeah. like, Alabama Tony Shelby be like? <laughs> <laughs> the picky fucking blinders. <laughs> Say something about fucking your sister. <laughs> oh, is that real? Is that true? Is that a... Is this a, I, a, like an exaggeration? Is, well, it's definitely an exaggeration. Hold I on. have not. I have met only about five Alabamans who have screwed their sisters. Uh, <laughs> but, Most <laughs> incestuous U.S. states. Let's take a look. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, Florida. <laughs> really? Well, I mean. Florida is home to all of the insane oh people. God. Oh, that was too. That was fuck you. The second highest rate is the state of Alaska. Both of these states Alaska? have laws. Both of these states have laws prohibiting incest. <laughs> I like how they fucking. Oh my god. Oh, wait, hold on. What the fuck? What? I'm it's getting so fucking different... cold and dark. Like, what mm. the fuck are you gonna do all year except fuck your sister? You know? <laughs> I guess. Oh true. my god. But why you're okay? <laughs> uh, it seems like Kentucky is the place that's most inbred historically i guess but uh, i don't know okay the, the 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 information isn't exactly clear but um uh, you know what <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this one day we're gonna investigate exactly right you, you, uh, whatever you say they they do make good kentucky does make good chicken um i Amen. would assume actually i've never had i've never had real kentucky chicken i had it like two days ago or whatever like and kfc I, or kfc or, yeah yeah kfc oh, okay no no no, no I, I mean like proper um What's it called? I told you, by the way, I told you about the um, the, the NFC place. Oh, yeah. I work by, which, <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to know what the N stands for, but all right, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another installment of the most original show on planet Earth where we read out news and then comment on them. <laughs> send nudes, I mean send news. Today's episode will be packed tight with elections, wars, and scandals, mm. just like pretty much every episode that we always make. Yeah. Uh, none of this would be possible, obviously, without our generous supporters over on Patreon, which you can check out down below. Help us stay 100% independent while getting a shit ton of bonuses like completely exclusive episodes, early releases, and so on and so on. But if you like, bitch, that's not enough shit that uh, can uh, motivate me to <laughs> give you money. You can also buy some really dope-ass fucking merch through the yeah, other link in the description below. So with with all that shilling that uh, pays for our bread <laughs> and our the roofs over our heads uh, and the food for one of our children, <laughs> the people's child, uh, the people's child uh, is uh, all of a sudden JT becomes conservative. <laughs> like, mm. fuck this communism <laughs> shit. I ain't giving it to the, to the guy that touches balls and the guy who never touches his balls. But uh, with all that being said, let's go into the first story of the day. Hakim, my favorite person from Iraq, please take it. From <laughs> there. Yes, I might be your only person. No, no, I know, I know you know Iraqis. Uh, JT, do you know Iraqis? Actually, I wonder if my not uh, a single one. I'm your only I mean, Iraqi. Oh man. Well, if, I think you're from Wisconsin, but uh, yeah. that's actually yeah. true. Excuse, sorry, if sorry, you say sorry. so, there's yeah, a lot so, of yeah, Americans. Yeah, yeah. That... Um, 
I'm 23% cheese, so it's all right. <laughs> oh, my God. One second. Uh, speak, speaking of Iraqi stuff, I, I, did, uh, I, had a, I, I noticed something the other day. So I went into a, a, a restaurant, and they served duck a la mode. Is that a Muslim dish? <laughs> duck a la mode? No. Yeah. Because, Wait, you know, when they say a la mode, I assume that... <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God. That's so fucking stupid. I was like, where is he going with this? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. I apologize. Oh, okay, that was okay. good. Oh. I remember there was a... there was a, a, a God, you really didn't send your brightest over here. I remember there was a guy who, uh, unironically... Dude, like, you're occupying this country. And this, yeah. this dude was like... Uh, was talking, he was like, oh, yeah, like... They, they do use camels. I'm like, I have never what? seen... First of all, f- first of all, camels aren't even like indigenous to Iraq. I, not that I know of. Second of all, do you know where Iraqis go to see camels? We go to the zoo. We don't fucking have camels. <laughs> they, they're not, you know, it's not part of our, right? Like Yemenis will have like camel milk and shit like that. We don't, we don't have any of this. So I'm like, you, you came in, you had to drive through half the fucking country. You saw sheep, you saw goats, you saw fucking water buffalo. You didn't see a single fucking camel. Where is the, like where is the the confirmation bias? There? Anyways, okay, let me get to my to my notes. Um, <clears throat> this is gonna be the least structured one of of, uh, of of the things that I deliver. So do excuse me, but this will be just a general kind of light overview of what's going on in Palestine recently. Palestine's always in the news, but recently it's been more in the news since April. If you're unaware, by the way, every single day, if not every other day, Palestinians are murdered in cold blood mm. by Israeli by the military occupation. And it's not, you know, oh, they're, you know, what's it called, um, criminals or, or terrorists, or, which, by the way, all this is loaded language. You can't be a terrorist in your own land when you're fighting against an occupier, yeah. right? These people are, vast majority of them are usually young. There's some of them that are old. Some of them are children. A good, a disturbing proportion of them mm. uh, are children. Uh, <laughs> that reminds the me most of the famous where, type uh, of terrorist, uh, a, a child. Mm, yeah. Yeah, a three-year-old. Um, mm. But uh, what's it called? It reminds me of Extremist. the... Extremist. No, 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 yeah, yeah, he asked for too many nuggets. No, <laughs> I, I, love, like, I love mm. that, like, a quote from uh, from the Quran that calls uh, to the murder of all infidels, uh, said famously by the great leader of the of the jihad, who was, I think, two years old, Gugu Gaga, Gaga Gigi. Exactly right. Gugu, Gugu, exactly Gaga, right. Gaga. And... <laughs> so silly. <laughs> Unironically. <laughs> but do you know what this reminds me of? Uh, remember, I don't know if you guys remember, this is a speech given by, by Bernie Sanders, of all people, a few years ago. And he mentioned Palestine is like, oh, the Israeli, uh, like, uh, the illegal military occupation of, of Palestine. Yeah. They have uh, murdered in cold blood, uh, like, 650 children or something like that. Or people, I don't remember what. And there was an official, like, um, quote-unquote correction put out by Israel. Oh, it was yeah. like, excuse you, it was <laughs> yeah. 624 children. <laughs> excuse <Yeah>. you. <laughs> <laughs> My God, oh, fucking ridiculous. Jesus. Uh, anyways, yeah, so this is a very regular occurrence. So the fact that people, Palestinians die is a very sad reality um, in their own country as a result of the illegal, you know, colonial project. But during uh, early April, around the 5th of April, there were what what the media love to report as clashes. Oh, there were clashes between... Mm. There weren't clashes, no. What happened was that is the Israeli police, which, by the way, are, again, illegal military occupational force, 
they broke into and forced their way into the Al-Aqsa mosque compound and uh, tried to get Palestinians who had been inside out. People were praying overnight, which is something regular that people do across the world during Ramadan. People will go and spend like several days in the mosque, praying in the mosque during this period. It's an incredibly spiritual and religious time, and a lot of people do it. And uh, this was reported in the media as barricading themselves in the mosque, which is very mm. strange because this is something you see literally the world over. There's not a major mosque on earth that you won't see people doing this in. Basically, uh, Israelis forced themselves into a holy site where worshippers were doing what you know worshippers do. They were worshipping. And these people just started beating with clubs and arresting and you know, firing with their... Doing all this that they're, that they're used to. They arrested over 400 people. Some people died even. Uh, and um, as a... What's it called? Uh, a symbolic retaliation, because none of this really matters. A few rockets were fired, like 10 or something, uh, at Israel from Gaza. And this is always used by the Israeli military regime that there is there as an excuse to be like, hey, yeah, no, but they're attacking us, so we're just only retaliating. No, mm-hmm. you're always the instigators of violence, number one. And number two, the unaimed, incredibly small caliber rockets that are little more than fireworks, honestly, that are fired from... like. I don't know if you've ever seen the so-called damage that happens from these. It's never... It's always like, oh, it fell into an abandoned field and didn't hurt anybody yeah. because they're not trying to... Anyways, anyways. Uh, and of course, you, as, as usual, Israel retaliates by bombing civilian centers, which they claim to be our, um, like sites of uh, where these rockets are fired from. Who knows? It doesn't matter. It doesn't justify it regardless. So this was like, there's a back and forth. More people, more Palestinians die, more children die. A bunch of like refugee camps are raided by Israeli soldiers and they just fire into them, killing people. As always, this kind of reached a quote unquote, like uneasy um, peace afterwards. Some some sort of like uh, calm uh, afterwards. This was like a tense situation until the 2nd of May when Khadr Adnan, which was a um, a, a man who was uh, like an activist who had died as a result of a hunger strike. He was um, 87 or 85 days, something like that. Uh, he went on hunger star- strike and died of starvation. The reason was because he was, uh, he's been arrested, I think, over a dozen times at this point by Israel and of which he's never been convicted of anything. He's been, he's been arrested for years Mm. over and over again but he's never actually gotten uh, what's it, what do you call it in English? conviction conviction yeah exactly they, they didn't accuse him of anything right so, so again it's it's yeah, yeah it's, it's just a form of harassment right he, just because of his activist um what's called uh intimidation uh, tactics shit like this yeah yeah typical yeah yeah anyway so he died so so as a result um israel essentially orphaned this man's children and he his death kind of like signaled a reawakening of just the general uh, angst and 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 the uh, sadness that is in Pal- that Palestinians feel whenever this happens. And three symbolic, basically, again, fireworks essentially were fired into Israel uh, or again the occupied Palestine. And uh, the Israeli military re- retaliated by getting Israeli tanks to fire into Gaza. They uh, sent air raids into over uh, Palestinian towns. They bombed like indiscriminately, essentially. Uh, this is this is kind of the state of, of affairs currently. Um, I think as of as of a few days ago, there has been a quote-unquote ceasefire um, that was kind of mediated by the UN and Egypt and whatnot. Um, but since this e- uh, ceasefire, by the way, several other Palestinians have uh, died again. Like I told you, they die every single day, and because of because of uh, Israeli actions in the region. The only good thing that has come from this uh, recently is um, <clears throat> the UN for the first time commemorated the uh, the Nakba, which is. Nekba in Arabic means like catastrophe. Mm. Um, and this is basically the, um, it's supposed to commemorate the uh, destruction of all of 
Palestine, the expulsion of Palestinians off their land um, in 1948. It's this entire colonization project that began um, in 1948 uh, illegally is uh, commemorated using this term. And the United, uh, the United Nations for the first time commemorated it, and it was attended by <clears throat> like Africa, Asia, Central America, South America, all of the Middle East, essentially the majority of EU nations. The entire world basically was commemorating this. Of course, who was missing? Conveniently, the U.S. and the U.K. Obviously, yeah. Um, yeah. of course, the Israeli uh, UN ambassador does what he does best. Uh, he goes up on the fucking podium. It's like, oh no, it's this is this is anti-Semitic. This is despicable. Palestinians are lying, of course, because uh, as frequent <laughs> as, as frequently you hear Israeli uh, officials and politicians say, they're like, there's no such thing as Palestinians. There's no such thing as a Palestinian nation. There's no such thing as a Palestinian culture. But yeah, uh, the, uh, incredibly something incredibly based. One of the few base things that the Palestinian president has actually said recently is, uh, of course, rightfully so. There's been a thousand over a thousand uh, UN revolution uh, resolutions, excuse me, um, concerning Palestinians, and none of them have been implemented. Uh, no, Israel has not. You, you cannot make a treaty with them. You cannot. Do, they they never they never stand by their word. They never um, implement things that they're supposed to implement. They don't abide by whatever the quote-unquote international community goes yeah, by. Rogue they, state. Yeah, yeah. it's a, literally a, a rogue state. And uh, he he mentioned or he suggested that Israel should have their UN membership suspended, which is very based. Yeah, this is the the, the solution for, for Palestine. It's a very huge question that is incredibly simple, but requires a lot of nuance to get to. But decolonization, essentially, yeah. uh, in an inclusive way. That doesn't mean getting rid of Jews or something. Jews have existed in, in Palestine for uh, centuries if not thousands of years it's fine nobody who approaches people in good faith anybody who says decolonization means that means all israelis or all jews should should leave that's not nobody's ever thought, thought that or said that but yeah the the biggest thing is that this the fact that the un commemorated this event shows that there is a general turning officially just like what happened with with south africa this has been a process that in my personal lifetime has i've seen a huge shift from let's say like 15 years ago to now Personally, from what I've noticed, there has been a, a mm-hmm. significant change in attitude. It's not enough, not nearly, but it just show, goes to show that um, apartheid as it stands, or just apartheid in general, won't endure by virtue of, of you know, force of arms. Public opinion has shifted quite a lot. Like, you're right. And even Vox, uh, yesterday or the day before, put out a video called Why Palestinians Protest Every May 15th. Mm-hmm. And it's about the Nakba. Yeah. And it's so it's there is a a definitely a, a sea change going on and I, I hopefully that will will continue mm-hmm. as more people become aware of just yeah. how unbelievably sadistic the Israeli occupation is. Mm-hmm. And you know that moment yeah. of like are we the bad guys to me it's yeah. even more evidenced by you know parties and organizations and movements like especially in Europe that uh, were founded on insane levels of anti-Semitism have, you know, Mm. rebranded their perspective specifically, not towards Jews, but specifically Mm. towards Israel as uh, a super positive one. So, like, Mm. guys, when, you know, the the, the fucking literal Nazis over from Europe, remember those guys, Mm. your grandparents definitely do, are siding with you and your treatment of Palestinians. Mm. Maybe we should rethink something, but Mm. no, no. Yeah. And just to end it off, by the way, just to make sure that's, you know, uh, <laughs> there's not enough despair in it. Um, Israel recently, because they see the writing on the wall, right? And they know that they're they're not going to endure. No, they live off of the lifeline that is American taxpayer money. Um, and yeah. that's not going to be there forever. And they know that. So uh, they, of course, there's there's several final solutions that have been drummed up. By the way, yeah, they call them that. They, 
um, solutions to the Palestinian question. Very, you know, but yeah. um, yes, it's, it's disgusting. It's, it's the sadness um, of history, man. But my fa- my favorite part about it is because they know they see the writing on the wall. So what they've recently, what they're trying to ramp up is uh, this new AI wave. They're trying to make sure to include as much, you know, like facial recognition, pattern recognition, all this nonsense in uh, like making a massive surveillance state, uh, essentially, yeah. to try to control the, the lives and actions of every single Palestinian that they can. And I find it incredibly rich that people will mention like China or whatever, or yeah. what's going on in Xinjiang, whether you agree with it or not, or whether whatever the opinions, I'm not here to discuss it really. Um, it's an incredibly nuanced talk, but people, you've seen unending articles about that that stuff but not yeah. once really an article that mentions this in the heavy condemning like almost propagandized terms uh, about israel or incredibly rarely do you see it unless you frequent you know like progressive leftist spaces and whatnot yeah, uh, yeah. what a heartwarming beginning to the news <laughs> <laughs> well uh let's move uh, from like a topic that is incredibly important and arguably uh, the most important question of our era that Hakim beautifully presented here Have to us, to one that absolutely nobody will give a <laughs> fuck about in a decade. <laughs> so uh, in news regarding pieces of uh, cunt shit running a platform filled with uh, cunt shits, you see how I'm like getting mm. away from, because it's very taboo to say cunt, but I'm saying cunt mm. shit, so now it's not mm. that taboo. Keep this in, JT, I don't give a fuck. Mm. You but, really yeah. are, you're a... a groundbreaking visionary am i not am i not but uh, yeah. uh so yeah elon musk has announced that uh, he has found a new chief executive to lead twitter uh the social f- media platform he purchased for 44 billion last year while he did not reveal the ceo's name musk stated that she would resume the role in six weeks uh man mm. so fucking progressive bro yeah man <laughs> we care about the women bro uh with himself taking on the position of executive chairman and chief technology officer so basically he'll still be able to fuck with the algorithm uh, reports <laughs> suggest that the incoming leader is linda uh Yakarino, I probably butchered that. The former head of advertising sales at NBC Universal. Ah, my sister from advertising. Yeah, which I guess NBC Universal basically means she's a lib who libs like a libelib. Uh, Musk's mm. decision to appoint a new CEO comes after facing pressure to focus on his other businesses. <laughs> That's a literal fucking quote. This is how these people <laughs> write articles. But uh, we all know it's because he did uh, one of the worst jobs ever recorded in human history yeah. as an executive officer. Uh, I'll give him a nod, though, uh, for a few good things that he did in an effort to, you know, not sound petty, such as uh, giving even Western news sources, you know, the different variations of the state-funded tag. Uh, but, you know, in the past, he expressed reluctance to hand over the reins, but the move is seen as a, quote-unquote, positive step by investors. Tesla's shares rose uh, following the announcement. While Musk has been accused of neglecting Tesla after acquiring Twitter, this move is expected to alleviate those uh, concerns. This kind of gives us a more direct look into kind of the mind of uh, the wealthiest person on planet Earth, the fact that he ignored 
Tesla to such an extent, which brings him actual capital as compared to running Twitter because obviously Twitter was much more in the limelight. So he could mm-hmm. build more of uh, the cult of personality around himself yep. through Twitter while not necessarily being able to do that as much through Tesla because he already built himself up as, I don't know, the Iron Man guy or whatever his fucking mm. name is of the of the real world through Tesla. Uh, but, you know, the speculation surrounding uh, Yakarino's appointment uh, intensified when NBC Universal announced uh, her departure around the same time. Uh, the new Twitter CEO is expected to quote, prioritize improving relationships with advertisers and addressing content moderation concerns. Uh, Musk's emphasis on so-called free speech has clashed with advertisers' desire to distance themselves from uh, misinformation and extremist content. Basically, mm-hmm. boys, there will be purges coming, mm-hmm. and we all know <laughs> that at the brunt of all purges when it comes to extremism, it's commies like ourselves. And mm-hmm. uh, even like, even though it's tied to literally our livelihood, uh, getting purged off of Twitter doesn't sound that fucking bad to me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet a non-zero amount of people unfollowed Elon Musk because he said he was appointing a woman as CEO. <laughs> I would stake my reputation on no, that. I, I would 110%. <laughs> I think that's a given, honestly, at this point, wouldn't you say? His followers are just absolute freaks. Like, they are the weirdest, most obnoxious people I have ever had the displeasure of dealing with. And I just wonder, what is it? Is it still like, oh, like, I hope Danny Elon, like, notices me? What is what is, what is the dick writing about? I don't get it. They all want to be him. They're, they're, it's a, the Venn diagram of people who like Elon Musk and people who like Andrew Tate is a circle. <laughs> they're very much like the manosphere, uh, you know, if, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the youngest, world's youngest billionaire. Just watch. I'm starting this, you know, <laughs> whatever AI startup. They're all the same. That's, I mean, really, they contribute absolutely nothing to the discourse, to society. These are almost always basement dwellers who have never accomplished anything they never will uh and yet they think somehow they're going to be the next elon musk or whatever just because i don't know they hate women too Mm. i I don't i really don't understand it they're just lunatics lists bullets walls i mean unironically (laughs) there there is no re-education for the bottom tier elon musk fanboy or girl or envy like i'm not i'm putting you all right there on the bright side you all you would need to do is fire a single bullet, you know, hypothetically in Minecraft, at their god emperor, and they would all jump in the way to save him. <laughs> so really, it would be very economical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! True. I mean, oh uh, or uh, this is very taboo. Uh, we recruit him to the cause. I mean, he already changed systems once. He went from you know his family basically being feudal lords, you know, pre-capitalist mm. slave owners to mm. uh, to to a, a capital. <laughs> So why not give him some, you know, uh, class traitorous opinions and make him into into <laughs> a commie? That would basically get us what, like a hundred million, com- like completely useless comrades that uh, oh don't even God. know how to unlock their basement door to come join us. But uh, <laughs> Maybe you guys are overthinking this. You need to just bring a single woman near all of them. They just melt down in, in, in <laughs> a glass case. She doesn't even have to touch them. She just has to be around. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for she will be the true hero of the revolution yeah yeah, yeah. we'll build statues in our honor as sexist as it is but like literally a box with a hammer and sickle on 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 like a corner of the glass box
talks and the woman like travels uh, throughout America to recruit Elon Musk fans like it we have a list and it shows up right outside <laughs> of their like basement window you know that small line window and it's like <laughs> you will have a chance a small chance but still a chance to date this person if you join the cause immediately oh 100 million but again useless comrades let him go to Mars you know let yeah. him sign up if, if they want to get on Musk's rockets that you know may or may not reach it to space let him go <laughs> Let them do their thing. Look, you know what? I, I'm I'm much more merciful than you guys. I think a a stint in one of his uh, daddy's emerald mines and some rehabilitation <laughs> yeah. later, and I think he'll be. You know, I think yeah. he could be <laughs> he could be reworked. All right. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways. Anyway, love how JT, this, this whole segment for the last three minutes included so uh, forced labor recommendations, <laughs> um, relatively mild to intense uh, sexism and female All fetishization, and Ooh. obviously, yeah. obviously, okay. and this is Fortnite okay. calls no, calls for the direct element murder of one of the world's <laughs> most famous people. Like all those three managed to pack the one thing, and we call ourselves progressives. Fuck yeah, we do. Yeah. Don't say we never give you content. All right, time to hit you all with some election news that oh <laughs> nobody cares about. Da, da, all right, da, da, da. all right, go on. Yeah, yeah. I need a big one of those big uh, smart board things so I can point at stuff and say they they only need two hundred and seventy points. <laughs> oh my god! All right, first things first. There's a dang Cheeto on trial. Uh, so let me, <laughs> oh, let me give no. you a quick TLDR. Trump, with, uh, I guess, content warning up front. Uh, talking about sexual assault here. Trump was accused of sexual assault and rape. Uh, there is a oh, wow. legal really? distinction there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are yeah, you telling me? I, no. Couldn't have happened come to on. Him. I, I, I never would have seen it coming. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my God. There's a there is a legal distinction between the two, and hmm. the the jury was briefed on that. Um, but he was accused by writer E. Jean Carroll. The event in question took place uh, just about 30 years ago, and this is the first time it's been made public. And a lot of detractors are like, oh, why didn't she come forward sooner? It's like, okay, this is pretty common for instances of rape or sexual assault, especially from that time period. People just kind of were told to to keep it quiet. But that's only second second to the main thing that most uh, detractors said. You know what number one is that always comes in? But is she hot? (laughs) Oh, my oh God. Jesus Christ! People are fucking yeah. disgusting. Awful people. Obviously, this guy anyway, uh, was a, a joke, making fun of the fuck. That, okay, I'm, I'm done explaining myself. No, yeah, no, poor I, you got no, takes no, a lot no, of no. flack. Poor you got yeah. takes a lot of flack for saying things that a chud would say. Yeah. You got does not believe these things. Yeah, but no, I've heard. I, I've, I've seen this. I've seen. I've heard all of these. I remember when it was the first lady who, who, like, you know, where the where they brought him to trial over the woman. Um, yeah. You know the corruption trial, and then they attached this other stuff to it, and. Uh, I remember seeing so many comments where people are like, oh, but she's not even hot, though. And I'm like, what? Like, Excuse me. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, Sick Fox Oh, man. my God. Yeah, yeah people are yeah. disgusting. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, we, we don't know who was on the jury for this trial, uh, and the judge has urged the jurors to keep it that way. I mean, I guess for obvious reasons. All we know is that there were six men and three women on the jury, and they determined that Trump had committed sexual assault, but not rape. And he was liable for $5 million in damages. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. That's that's the TLDR of that. Anyway, we're glad the victim was compensated. It should mm-hmm. never have happened. Those people mm-hmm. are, Trump's a fucking piece of shit. Um, but I think everyone is tired about hearing about all the assorted Trump legal stuff yeah. because we know, and we've seen before, yeah, nothing nothing substantial ever comes of this stuff. Like the last time when his uh, when Mar-a-Lago was raided for the files, I was like, if anything comes of this FBI raid, I will eat my shoe. 
And to this day, I walk around with two shoes, goddammit. Anyway, at most, he's going to get a slap on the wrist. Like $5 million to him, whatever, who cares? Um, he's still absolutely going to be able to run for president. That's They're not going to, like, kick him out or anything. Do you think he's going to win? That, no, as an American, like I'm not, I'm not in the in the know. Like my, I don't know. In some morbid way, I hope he does, just for the, yeah. just because of the first of all the liberal liberal outcry as well as the <laughs> uh, the what's it called the fucking like cause he, he's okay again. Not to be the, not the trope. This is a very common non-American trope. Which is like, oh, but he's funny. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't care if he applauds your country, he's funny. No, 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 yeah. no. I mean, it's like you have two rapists. It's either Biden or, or, or Trump. So it's really pick your poison there. But do you think he's going to win? I go back and forth. Like, polling suggests he's behind Biden. But, like, honestly, I think he might win again. I think he might. I, I, the, the, the lizard part in the back of my head is thinks he will but like my more rational parts like nah probably not like it's i mean biden's boring he's he hasn't been unbelievably terrible so i think most people will will vote for him again but who knows you think people four four years of him going like oh well my fucking hairy legs uh (laughs) (laughs) i mean like the memes we've gotten off of biden there there are some but they're Mm. like they're not great they're not spicy they're pretty plain memes uh and the liberals take the memes too it's like the dark brand and stuff they've they've like they did some fundraising off that Mm. man this sucks anyway um, Look, if he dies, if Biden dies, if Biden dies in office, then I think it's it, yeah. I, then he can win again. One, I mean, if, yeah, yeah. If either one of them dies, that's <laughs> it. Would be uh, it would be great content. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, back back to Trump. Um, only one of his Republican opponents, some guy no one has ever heard of, uh, has attacked Trump based on the verdict. Mm. Presumably, everyone else has kept quiet because they're all sex pests too. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to give you a general overview of, of election news, uh, Biden currently maintains a six-point lead over Trump in recent polling, uh, which is up considerably from trailing him by three points a few months ago. Uh, and then Trump has a, a massive lead over his biggest competition, Florida man Ron DeSantis. Uh, on the blue team, Biden currently only has two challengers, uh, neither of them really posing much of a threat at the moment. First is Marianne Williamson, the Vibes candidate, known for wielding a magical orb of tremendous power. Uh, unfortunately, the orb is powerless against senile old men, so she's trailing by something like, I don't know, 73 points among Democrats. Uh, the other Democratic contender is a Republican, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., renowned among Kennedys for his remarkable ability not to get shot in the head while visiting Dallas. Um, <laughs> we can change that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we, uh, he's become a big anti-vax guy in recent years, and he published a book in 2021 denouncing Big Tony Fauci for his, quote, Boy. historic coup d'etat against Western democracy. Mm. Um we do so in a fucking no coup d'etat over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Big Tony and his vaccines. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, neither of them. Man, your I accents mean, are so good, bitch. Like I fucking oh, appreciate. <laughs> oh, like Williamson is is not. She's not good, but she's better than Biden. And then Kennedy is just another Kennedy, and he's he he is a Republican. I don't know why he's running as a Democrat, but the red team on the other hand, has uh, quite a few contenders, actually, including Mike Pence, the one the Capitol rioters wanted to lynch on January 6th, so I'm sure he'll do well. Um, there's also former UN ambassador Nikki Haley and a rich dude who calls himself the CEO of Anti-Woke. 
who currently mm-hmm. uh, holds a commanding 0% of the vote. None of these people have a shot, if we're being honest. Unless Trump trips and falls down a comically large set of stairs, uh, it's going to be Trump v. Biden round two. Uh, so in other words, everybody loses again. So there's your uh, there's your update on on American electoral politics. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real interesting nail biter, everybody. Oh boy, is it gonna be Trump or Biden here? <laughs> but, but, uh, like, it's extremely yeah. fascinating to me because everybody was talking how like uh, our Florida boy could will absolutely like mop the floor with uh, Trump yeah. in the primaries. But now I'm also he looking, doesn't have the juice. I'm also looking uh, or or the juice. Okay, I'm not. Uh, I, but I'm also <laughs> looking at the, at the like actual polls like from multiple sites all combined together, and uh, yeah, like he, Trump is like moving this boy's ass around the fucking playing field when it comes to the primaries. So that's very, that's very yeah. fast and very interesting. I usually wait for like three weeks before the primaries so that I can actually make content and actually read up on this shit. But, uh, but thank you for this really, really good recap, JT, because uh, I actually learned something new. And I didn't expect this to be like the lead to be by this much. Um, hey, you know, a few comments about... Uh, Hey, uh, interview lady, you are rude. Or uh, uh, I don't give a fuck about what side. I actually want, you know, um, as long as I get peace in Ukraine. I love how he doesn't explain. He's like, I would do it in a day. I would do it or whatever. Or a week. Give me a week. (laughs) I would simply make war illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Great. Cool. Oh, my God. All right. Moving on uh, into the next story of the day. Uh, This is about what's going on in Thailand. Um... If you're unaware, Thailand is a very interesting country. It used to have a, a, a formidable socialist presence, but unlike with, for example, Laos and Cambodia and Vietnam, they it didn't really solidify. And that's because uh, Thailand went like uh, very hungo, hungo, gung-ho. What the fuck do you guys <laughs> gung-ho. say? Gung-ho. <laughs> gung-ho. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Very, very gung-ho. Nice. Very hung-go. There no, you I was go. like, we're talking about, <laughs> Thail- we're talking about Thailand, Thailand, and he said Thailand went very hung-ho. And I was like, Jesus <laughs> oh, yeah, Christ. No. I'm doing my best not to yes, my, my slurs. these yes, memes, yes, yes. but like about mm. Thailand. They <laughs> <laughs> keep just comes anyway. out here. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry <laughs> for any Thai listeners. Like, like, well, oh, I apologize. Anyway, Hakim's supposed to apologize. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, it's okay. Continue. You can apologize for my. Nothing wrong with being anyway. a hung ho. You know, like fucking nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good for you, sister. Uh, but anyways, uh, so the Thailand really uh, leaned into you know being the U.S. Um, like ally slash puppet sort of thing. Um, and uh, as a result, they've been more or less like stable um, from the usual external uh, shakings. The United States doesn't sanction them or anything like this, really. Uh, at best, they're going to do like some token. Oh, you know, we're going to withhold some some military aid for two months before we inevitably give it to you again. You know, it's uh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, they're too valuable in their position close to China and, and whatnot. Anyways, um, so uh, Thailand has, as a result of uh, this relevant history, been incredibly military dominated when it comes to uh, their politics likewise of course they have a royal family and whatnot but that's a different uh, different story for another day there has been a certain change recently i guess mostly in the in the attitudes of the young uh in thailand towards wanting uh, a different kind of governance but it's not as 
cut and clear as that. Uh, there is definitely like a you know U.S. aid uh, uh, national endowment for for democracy endowment for democracy mm. uh, component to this as well. But let me just give you the rundown. What's happening is that you have this guy. Uh, his name is Pita Limjeronarat. I hope I pronounced that right. Excuse me. Uh, who has with his party called Move Forward. He's made a, a shot for basically becoming prime minister, so the leader of Thailand. Um, his party has won 32 out of 33 seats in Bangkok, so the capital, uh, and they've won basically half, roughly, uh, of uh, the rest uh, in the country, in, in a coalition with a bunch of other parties, basically, which gives them a, a slight majority, um, which would allow them to, to enact a few things that they want to do, which include certain market reforms economically, uh, certain royal edict reforms or uh, reforms around the royal uh, royal family of Thailand, and of course reforms to the military system so that the military component won't be as influential uh, as they had been before. Thing is though, uh, in Thailand you have a senate uh, made up of I believe 250 people that's picked, handpicked by the military, and they're unelected. Yeah. And they kind of can play kingmaker in this entire process. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2020 there was a similar party uh, that tried to do what this current party is doing. Um, it was founded by, uh, what's it called, a, uh, a billionaire in, in, in Thailand, 2019, I believe, uh, called the Future Forward Party. Uh, and uh, he also had this, you know, criticism of the army and whatnot uh, angle. Uh, and he was kind of forced out of politics on a technicality, um, like not allowed to basically uh, uh, win elections uh, on a technicality, so-called. And there's maybe some fear of this happening to this new guy. This new dude, by the way, uh, which I'll call uh, Pita for now, just so you guys uh, can can keep up with who I'm talking about, because the names are difficult and they're unfamiliar for me as an Arab uh, who also happens to speak English. So it's probably very unfamiliar for most Americans, too. Yeah, imagine oh, yeah. me trying to do the first thought news every day. I'm like, oh god, yeah. no! What, who is, what is this one? <laughs> when I, I mean, when I saw Erdogan's challenger, I was like, yeah. oh my yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! I tried to keep <laughs> it low. Like when I write the names, like, when I write the fucking names, I like. I guess today is like me being sexist and racist day or something. But I'm super fucking yeah. racist because I'm literally like all because uh, I'm putting myself in JT, uh, who's white, who's obviously very racist but by default. <laughs> by default, yeah. uh, like a brain by by saying uh, by thinking, you know, uh, all the names that he will not be able to read, I have to exclude from uh, the actual scripts. So I initiate racism mode and I'm immediately mm. like, what to a, a white boy sounds like a strange name. So I obviously exclude those. Like it is, it is, yeah. it is like systematic racism at first thought and second thought mm. and the program <laughs> yeah. and Yugopnik and, uh, and Hakim, you know, yeah. there we go. This is all, bu- this is all building uh, towards the third position is third thought, which will be the final synthesis. <laughs> Just oh, get on it and we re- Revision is <laughs> third world <laughs> like okay sorry yeah <laughs> All right. oh. anyways my, my, my point um uh, mr pita over here um uh, pita i keep whenever i read his name i think of the fucking bread i'm yeah, sorry same. I'm uh, and, my, my, and, and i didn't have lunch either so you know same. I'm looking mighty tasty but anyways uh he was born into a wealthy family in thailand which was already involved in politics um, his dad, I believe, was uh, sorry. He got the bread from the beginning. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly right. He did. Um, yeah, his, his dad was uh, rel- uh, worked in the agri- agricultural ministry. I think he was an advisor of some sort. Agricultural um, ministry, uncle. literal. P- okay, sorry. 
<laughs> please, I'm done. I'm done. Continue. Yeah. It just it's writes right. itself. It's right. You're unhinged, okay. and I love it. Yeah. Uh, his <laughs> uncle was an aide uh, of uh, the former um, prime minister as well, uh, and he had studied in New Zealand. He shipped off to New Zealand, and then afterwards he shipped off to the U.S., uh, where he got a you know a degree in finance. And I think some public policy degree in, in Harvard. He went to MIT and shit like that. So th- these are all like you know, if if you're if if you're a third world per- or like imperial periphery person, whenever you see a politician and they have the pedigree of like you know the full full educational American path, mm-hmm. you know that this guy you know has been approached. Yeah. <laughs> this is somebody who's he's he's serving some interests here or there for sure. So what does this mean? On the one hand, yeah, okay, cool. It's kind of neat that there isn't going to be this over-reliance uh, or, or a, a domination of uh, Thai politics by the Thai military. But also, this guy is most likely, you know, NED, US-backed type, um, quote-unquote, pro-democracy uh, mm. politician. Uh, and the usual things behind this include aligning entirely uh, along American foreign policy lines when it comes to, for, uh, like, geopolitics and foreign policy, uh, market liberalization and privatization when it comes to the economy, uh, and then just reduced reduced social security uh, for the poorest generally in the country. Um, so it's too early to comment exactly if this is w- what's going to come of this. But the writing on the wall is it's just it's like you know it's like an American election. Not nothing really good comes out of whoever wins. It's it's always very difficult to comment before. A- particular party's uh, mm. rule comes into question, especially not with, the, as you said beautifully, with the military junta still being there, uh, you know, the, the question of whether uh, necessarily they will even be granted power, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously the whole discussion between a pragmatist of, you know, at least if there's something on the ground that's relatively decent on average for the population da, 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 versus the absolutely... Uh, also fair point, uh, more principled approach of, you know, everything that impoverishes in the long run the imperial periphery and uh, enriches the imperial core will inevitably in the long run hurt this particular part of the world more than it would help it, even though, you know, for uh, for the short term they might get some benefits out of out of this and, you know, having nice little U.S. aid posters on their, on their, or their free mm. school books and uh, school computers. Look, all I know is that the Move Forward Party um, utilized Harry Potter and mm-hmm. Hunger Games stuff <laughs> in their like protest. So I'm like, okay, oh that's God, a yeah. little sus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever you see signs in English, yeah, and then yeah. You're like, yeah, what's going on <laughs> yeah. here? Yeah. What's like with the super cringe? Like, oh, it's always the lib, the lib protests. They either do like that, uh, like. Um, heist show from like Spain, you know, those guys that were all red and like uh, that mask with uh, Salvador Dali on it or, you know, the anonymous fucking mask, Jesus Christ, that fucking yeah, yeah. that thing did not age well. It's literally a fucking CIA op now. It's like, how the <laughs> fuck, like did you, how is this? Okay, whatever. Uh, it's always lives being Libby. But talking yeah. about uh, you know, bad things happening, I guess, uh, the next story kind of hits close to home for me. You know, the 10th person, a little fucking girl, died from her sustained wounds mm. today after mm. fighting for, you know, almost 15 days. Uh, the 10th victim of a school shooting that took place on May the 3rd 
It's the first school shooting and a very rare incident of uh, mass shooting in general in the country of Serbia. Uh, the incident involved a 13-year-old uh, schoolboy who was uh, apprehended after causing the deaths of eight children and a security guard, now nine children. Uh, the, the suspect had uh, planned the attack carefully, carrying two guns and four Molotov cocktails. He called up the cops from the school courtyard, describing himself as a psycho path in need of calming down. Uh, seven additional people were wounded, including a teacher and six students, with one student requiring emergency brain surgery. Uh, usually a lot of people don't mention this, but it is a Kami podcast. This is a child from a bourgeois family uh, that went mm. to arguably the best school in the top, best at least public school in the, in the entire city. There have been more than a few of outspoken people talking about... Uh, Obviously, uh, the level of spoiledness that this particular child had. But the, at the end of the day, it's a child. I'm not a psychoanalyst. The only thing mm -hmm. I wanted to include here is the the class aspect of of their actions, which uh, I think should be uh, should be mentioned. Uh, the country declared a three day mourning period, a first in response to uh, the school shooting, uh, but later also to uh, another attack, which on the second fucking day, this shit is absolutely fucking insane happened where a 21 year old man murdered eight people and injured 14 and basically a drive-by shooting with an automatic uh ak mm -hmm. uh large-scale protests took place in the capital and other cities with demands for the resignation of top officials and the implementation of a ban on violent reality tv content in my opinion kind of misdirected even though that particular this is very difficult to explain to like non-balkan people because that the reality tv content here is and i hate to use this word because it's associated with fascists but degenerate beyond anything that you can fucking imagine like uh, domestic abuse fucking hardcore violence uh like uh, the abuse of women and shit all just on prime time tv like this is like uh how we mentioned previous fuck uh, previously hunger game type of shit that you have put on tv and well this absolutely should in my opinion be limited at the very least and played you know after certain hours on public broadcast i don't see how it's fucking related to the mass shooting but okay i understand why people need to find some particular reason and not yeah. the fact that we're all fucking alienated in capitalism mm -hmm. to uh to blame on this but okay uh, i i completely get it but uh you know uh, after the large-scale protests and so on president alexander vucic pledged to initiate a significant disarmament plan and uh police uh, increased patrols around all schools as part of an effort to reduce the number of uh, illegal arms. A general amnesty was uh, given, resulting in the immediate surrender of approximately 13,000 firearms. Amnesty meaning, uh, you know, even though it's very punishable by law to have an illegal gun in this period of a month you will not be punished if you come and bring your shit uh, serbia has a, according to some sources that in my opinion are very fucking stupid everybody's quoting them all over the place they're very badly kept but okay let's try and consider them correct serbia has the highest rate of gun ownership in uh, in europe in general according to this small arms survey uh, measures obviously are being taken and uh, I'm not gonna like comment on whether they're right uh, or not because bickering uh, over you know metal rods that shoot things out of their nozzles 
isn't tasteful when there's uh, dead kids around. And I don't know how you Yanks do it. Uh, uh, mm. We just had one day and you motherfuckers have it, two days, sorry, and you motherfuckers have it literally every single day of the year. I still can't get uh, you know insane, yeah. over this one. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel for you, I guess, a bit more than I uh, than I did before, because obviously it hurts more when it's uh, closer to home. Blah blah blah. Shit, your grandma fucking tells you. But even this yeah. absolute imbecile of a president, uh, Vucic, is doing something immediately after we had our first school shooting in history, and we're a fucking eight yeah. million people country, right? And you guys having like 300 plus a year and nothing really being done about it. Uh, now in my new context, let's call it, uh, makes it even weirder uh, than uh, it was before. Yeah. I mean, I, I drove and I went and got lunch the other day and I was at Chick-fil-A. And of course, they've got an enormous American flag and it's at half mast. I'm like, why is that at half mast? Oh, another mm-hmm. shooting. It's like, Jesus Christ. God, it's all the time. You just you just kind of have to like not think about Tune it. Tune it out, I, I guess. What do you do? Mm-hmm. My, dude, it, I, it, I, yeah. I saw a fucking screenshot of uh, CNN or something, some reporting in the U.S., and it was like, oh, uh, school shootings this week. And it's just a map of the U.S. with like yeah. eight states highlighted. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, they're, they're, I mean, we have hundreds, hundreds a year. And it's, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, honestly, like there's a huge amount of nuance to the discussion. Like I'm not anti-gun. Exactly. Same, yeah. I'm anti-Americans with guns, <laughs> I think, <laughs> at this point. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, with the, now that I have a child, I'm like, what do I do when she becomes school age? Mm. Like, I do, do I risk sending her to school and and getting uh, bulletproof shot? Yeah, bulletproof <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's emigrate. that's what they offer like, us. Unironically, yeah. emigrate. That would be the thing that would make me do it. Like I, like all the people I know are here. Like this is the country that I I know best. But man. That that's the one thing that makes me like maybe maybe I do need to get out of here for Evie's sake. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I feel for you guys over there. It's not it's not a pleasant experience, especially when it's nearby. Absolutely. And like uh, I know this is a cliche on the program, and we always like to say it as like the simplest communist gotcha, anti-imperialist at mm. least gotcha or whatever. But if there was as many like kids getting fucking killed every fucking day yeah. anywhere else yeah. on the planet, like. Mm. Unironically, the U.S. would invade to quote yeah. unquote save those kids. Yeah, like, oh like yeah, immediately, like immediately. Yep. It's, it's, it's the the level of dissonance yeah, in, yeah. in liberal moralism uh, is mm. is just. It's only bad. It's only bad if it's something that happens in a socialist country. I mean, it's again. Insert the parenti quote. All right. Yeah. If it's it's anything good a socialist country does it is inverted on its head, turned into a bad thing, or like so misconstrued and taken out of context as to make it a bad thing. Any good, uh, any any bad that they do, so it, it, it's so hyper amplified and grotesquely mischaracterized and misrepresented. If even it exists in the first place, a lot of the times it's literally just fucking made up. And that's not yeah. to say that there isn't stuff, things that happen that should be criticized, blah, blah, blah. We have an entire fucking episode on it. Yeah. We're going to do more uh, regarding this. But topic, we'll do but. that stuff ourselves. Like the yeah. communists will be the first ones to say, hey, yeah, we've got a problem here. Let's address <laughs> exactly it. Right. We don't need to hear from friggin' yeah. what's her name? North Korean woman. Uh, oh, uh, Yomi Park. Yomi, yeah, Yomi yeah, Park. Park. Oh. Uh, my favorite my, my favorite meme right now is uh, people have started putting pictures of her and then like a text that describes something very ridiculous, um, like cartoonish, but in other yeah. countries. 
right? Yeah. Um, it's like, <laughs> oh, in the United States, there is one big factory and the <laughs> Americans have to just make the, the cheesecakes in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid shit like this. Um, this is a real heartwarming episode, boys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, no, the, the, my comments are like Ecuador crisis, the Colombian ELN re- uh, rebels and the ceasefire going on and something about Macron. So maybe we'll go over that. But there's something very cute that I thought happened recently. Um, yeah. A bunch of uh, listen to this fucking uh, Pixar ass movie <laughs> storyline. Um, so uh, a German court recently, just uh, just today, actually convicted five guys, five, five men. Um, because Whoa, they broke the burger it. chain. Exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> because they, they uh, <laughs> too much dressing. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so a a, um, a a German court has convicted five guys uh, for stealing twenty one pieces of jewelry, uh, which had I think something like four thousand diamonds uh, in it wow. from a, from a museum. And this is, these were estimated to be a total worth of one hundred and twenty nine million dollars uh, that they were uh, that was stolen. And somehow they found these dudes. I don't know exactly how they found them, but they found them. And uh, my favorite part is uh, the part that they kept like focusing on in this trial was the fact that they set fire to a, a car in a, a nearby garage before fleeing. Before, like this was one of the things before the, the theft of the jewelry. This was the thing <laughs> that they burned, a, which I found a little bit funny. Uh, but yeah, they were caught like months later afterwards. Uh, and, uh, they were given all between like four to seven years or something. Um, wow. yeah, it's, it's actually, uh, not that, th- that's what's surprising to me is that they, they spent like maybe years playing this. God knows who, yeah. God knows how much. And they got away with it at first. And then they were caught they're like, yeah, you know what? Here you go. Four years. Um, yeah. but yeah, apparently the, 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 the area where the museum is located, uh, has claimed damages of 89 million euros, uh, as a result of this heist. Critical support for dudes who do heists. That's pretty mm. cool. Yeah, I mean, that, of all the of all the crimes to do, like a heist, mm. that's pretty fun. Yeah, as long as no one gets hurt. Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah, at yeah. least you probably if they if they succeeded, then twenty years you'd probably get a good movie out of it. <laughs> but uh, I don't know why. I was gonna tie this into a discussion of uh, like rehabilitative labor and and punishment and whatnot. <laughs> like I'm joking, obviously. It's like, oh wow, they only got like five years, but that's a good yeah, thing yeah. that they only. Who gives a shit? Generally, no. Who gives a shit? Honestly, yeah, right. It's rocks. Right. Yeah. Some some family jewels of some royal family from the 1700s. Who gives a yeah. who, Honestly, it doesn't make it right that they did it, obviously. But uh, other than this, you know, I'm thinking if this happened in the U.S., it would be several life sentences probably. Oh, um, they'd be dead. Oh, like, yeah. They'd be shot on the scene. Yeah. Uh, that's only if they're ethnic. Yeah, that's true, true, true. Yeah, don't worry. They'd be taken out to uh, to, to uh, Shack Shake? Shake Shack? Fuck me. What's wrong with me? <laughs> steak and Shake? There's, steak and there's Shake Shack. Shake there's shake. Steak and Shake. Okay. Uh, I said Shack Shake because I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a, yeah. Uh, they'd be taken down to, a, what's it called? Um, a drive-in. I, uh, have you, uh, do you, when you go and get your, your homophobic chicken, are you a driving guy or do you go into the store and say hi? So normally I would say I'm a drive through guy mm. because it's quicker, especially like during COVID and stuff. Mm. But I've started being and order ahead online ah, and do curbside pickup guy. I see. That way I don't even have to wait for the drive-through and they have my order written down in front of them so they don't screw it up. Very so yeah, I'm I'm now a team uh, team curbside pickup. Hold on. Can you define curbside pickup for me? Curbside yeah. pick. 
Oh, sorry, so you ahead. just you you order your food either on the phone or online. Mm. Um, you submit it. You drive to the place. You park in one of their curbside pickup spots. They usually have numbers. Mm. You put your number in on the on the website when you're when you get there. And then they bring it out to you. I see, and they just like put it in your car, and that's it. Oh, yep. All right. This is probably like a COVID measure. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We that's had when s- it became popular. Yeah. Yeah. We had similar things, but it wasn't like it wasn't like that. It, there wasn't like a spot that you go and you park in, and then somebody delivers it to you. Very interesting. Mm. <laughs> fuck me <laughs> very interesting as i cough up a lung oh my god no lamau okay uh, uh audience we're about to wrap up now and jt just told me to to say something uh, upbeat and happy. <laughs> happy he's talking to this guy it's this a fucking guy american thing to say say something after- happy neighbor <laughs> yuppie <laughs> i paid off uh, my car loan <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> oh my god what a fantasy uh, yeah, exactly very 1970s. Right. I, I, like, who does that yeah. anymore? Yeah. The white picket fence. Exactly right. My my, I beat my wife, but she can't speak up. What? Is, how great is it to be a white man? This is um, a segregated uh, neighbor where the fences are only white. <laughs> neighbor, stop painting your fences brown. I said, God damn say it. something positive. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's see. Oh, fuck me. Um, I ate another patient sandwich today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck. I, uh, fuck. Oh, okay, the community, the community slaps. Okay, the people are great. Yeah, uh, check out the Habibi tier. Uh, absolutely, we'd love to see you there. We do the uh, monthly chats with them. We have a fantastic time. We talk shit. We talk memes. Yeah. We talk about our life. Yeah, it's it's uh, generally something that we always look forward to. That's number one. Number two, we're getting dangerously close to our uh, goal for uh, writing the deprogram cookbook. So uh, yes. do go and support that. Uh, if you want to see um, some cute little uh, cute little recipes with life stories from us and then theory mixed in, it's going to be a very fun, fun little project. Yeah. Um, that's number two. From Patreon. Uh, and number three. Yes, yeah, so on Patreon, obviously. And number three, of course, we're having a great time with First Thought, so please do check it out. Um, I had a guy, uh, what's it called? Some guy commented uh, on one of the uh, podcast episodes where uh, Yugovnik made a joke where he said that um, Jeff Bezos tried to buy us out, but we oh, oh yeah, so supposedly we make so much money on Patreon as a joke, basically um, that uh, he uh, that w- like we said now. Nah. Um, some people actually believe that. I think one or two people were like, "Wait, did, did Jeff Bezos really <laughs> approach you guys?" I love how one of the quotes um, was the Guardian wrote, "Like these guys are gonna get us out of business," and people were like, yeah. "I googled that. I can't find the source for that quote." <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh my god, I love it. I love it. Some people. Most of the time, so we precious. say things. We're joking, people. Yeah, Most yeah. of the time we say anything, it's probably yeah, like, joke. Some, like yeah. uh, Dear listeners, I love you, but sometimes because of a few uh, bad apples in your larger community, I, I start thinking that imbeciles listen to us. Like, <laughs> oh my Jesus God. fucking <laughs> Christ. Uh, like, this is an inclusive podcast. Okay. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We include yeah. all... Uh, aside aside from the French, uh, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Anyways, this has been The Deep Program. I'm Hakeem. I'm JT. And I'm Yugopnik. Lay on the bed and give me head. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs>